My name is Melanie Dorian. I know many of you and those I have yet to meet, I'm looking forward to that as the day progresses. I am the New South Wales e-learning coordinator for what has been known as the Australian Flexible Learning Framework. I'm now going to hand over to Jay Waters, who is the New South Wales representative on the Flexible Learning Advisory Group, the governing body of the framework. And Jay is going to tell us some very exciting news about the framework. Thanks, Jay. Uh, good morning, everybody. Um, I'd just like to start by thanking Kerry for the welcome to country. Um, great stories about how we incorporate technology into our life and our culture, and um, it enriches um, our experience. I'd also like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, on whose land we meet today, and pay my respect to elders past and present. Um, I must say, as the new flag member I joined um, this year, um, it's fantastic to be here. Um, we were worried about um, the roll-up at such a late date in December, and I don't think we had to worry about that. Um, it's just great to see so many people who are excited about e-learning and wanting to come along and share and network and um, I think be reinvigorated by the range of speakers that we've got on today. So I thank you for coming. I know also we've got some people from Queensland, South Australia and Victoria, so um, a special welcome to you and um, thank you for making the effort to come to join our conference today. I'd also like to take this opportunity to thank our sponsors and our exhibitors, the National Vet eLearning Strategy, University of Western Sydney, Redback Conferencing, Keypad Interactive, Clifton's and Beyond Edge. In introducing this conference today, I want to talk briefly about the Flexible Learning Advisory Group, which Melanie talked about, FLAG, and the, vet, the new VET e-learning strategy. FLAG is a key policy advisory group on national directions and priorities for information and communication technologies in the VET sector. FLAG manages the new national VET e-learning strategy which runs from 2012 to 2015, which replaces the Australian Flexible Learning Framework. The new National VET e-learning strategy is designed to support the VET sector, both public and private, to become more flexible and globally competitive. It has three areas of focus. Firstly, capitalising on the benefits of the rollout of the NBN for VET delivery. Secondly, supporting workforce development in industry through innovative training, pro training solutions. And lastly, expanded participation and access for individuals through targeted e-learning programs delivering foundational skills and e-literacy. At its core is a vision for 2015 of a globally competitive Australian VET training system underpinned by world-class e-learning infrastructure and capability. The strategy supports the COAG agenda of increased workforce productivity and participation access and higher workforce skills levels. The strategy will be a major driver of innovation in the e-learning space and will help Australia to address skill shortages and reduce the barriers to accessing training that exists for too many people who are currently out of the workplace. In this financial year, there is total funding of $11.5 million to support the National VET e-learning strategy. This week, the first projects to be funded were announced New South Wales and Tasmania have formed um, a partnership to manage the National Broadband Network e-learning program under the strategy. And we had a fantastic response to um, the calls for expressions of interest. We received 83 applications across all states and territories. And we have awarded funding, funding to 16 of the most exciting and innovative projects. 
For example, Canberra Institute of Technology will be working with Fire and Rescue New South Wales to use point of view and fix camera technology for remote skills acquisitions for fire investigators. Projects such as this will help to define how we can leverage the NBN and improve access to learning. Clearly the outcomes of those projects will be shared by everybody and accessible to everybody and we will be able to apply that to our own organisations. I congratulate all of the successful projects and I look forward to sharing their outcomes. The continuation of federal funding for mobile and e-learning has never been more important. In 2010, over 60% of employers expected the availability of e-learning. And whilst our capacity to meet this need has grown from 5% of all VET delivery nationally in 2005 to over 43% in 2011, we're still not meeting the expectations of our customers. Indeed, Sir John Daniel, Commonwealth of Learning 2011, reports that over 80% of US students are expecting to be taking courses online in 2014, up from 44% in 2009. So I think we are going to see a massive increase in demand for online and a, and a, and a global phenomenon. Then of, course, then, of course, there is the need to prepare for the next generation of learners. And you might have seen the article in the Sydney Morning Herald on Monday called Keeping Up With The Tiny Tots which puts learning with technology in perspective for the next decade. The story talked about three-year-olds using multiple technology platforms with ease, smartphones, iPads, laptops, Wii and Nintendo. A six-year-old had an audience of 30,000 for his YouTube clip. Children today, but they're our students tomorrow. Are we ready? In Australia, the NBN is changing the landscape of connectivity and the potential for vocational training. Connectivity in and between metro and regional and remote areas will be a universal reality. In New South Wales, we now have two NBN sites in Tamworth and Kiama. As the NBN expands, we can extend our training reach and we can use it as an opportunity to create new and exciting user-centric educational models. User-centricity and personalised learning are going to be the key to our future success. Last week I attended the IDEA 11 conference in Melbourne. It's an international conference which focused on education and technology. The major themes for the future that they identified were cloud computing, mobiles, game-based learning, interoperability, data standards and learner analytics. And indeed this week I went to the Metadata Institute who were talking about new semantic web. So the actual voice recognition and using that is going to be phenomenally powerful as we move forward. With more than 5 billion mobile consumers worldwide and 80% of all internet users choosing to use their mobile for internet access, underpinned by a massive global network, we are now entering an era where everyone expects access anytime, anywhere, to anything, and that includes learning. And that is a huge challenge that we have to face. This has huge implications for how we conceive of, how we design and how we deliver training and assessment how we upskill our staff, how we adapt our training to mobile devices such as smartphones and tablets, and how we incorporate social networking functionality to create a personalised learning experience. Today at eLearning 11 we'd like to address some of these issues with you. Our speakers and the topics reflect the goals and themes of the National Vet eLearning Strategy. Their presentations and the panel discussions focus on activities in the strategy from foundation skills and learner access to pathways to higher level qualifications, to large-scale industry e-learning, 
and developing and sharing e-learning content. We will hear from our two, two keynote speakers, John Buchanan from Sydney University and Jane Hart about changes in workforce development and its implications for technology. Our NBN panel will generate lively discussion on how very high-speed broadband will transform e-learning. Georgina New will present some inspiring ideas of how to reach remote learners with some unusual innovations. Debbie Sockio, Manager e-Content Services, eWorks from Victoria, will be launching the latest flexible learning toolboxes and speaking about exciting changes to the way e-content will be produced in the future. We have presenters today with experience that ranges from private training providers, community educators, government organisations and learning technologies. They are both local and international, academics and practitioners. And I would like to thank Melanie um, and Catherine and Robin for their um, fantastic work they did in putting together today's program for you. So thank you. Um, I know that the speakers here today will inspire you and I hope that you'll take away from the conference fresh ideas and ways of thinking and practical, practical ideas that you can apply to your own organisation. In closing, I'd like to quote Elliot Maisie, who's a US-based futurist, who said, we need to bring learning to people instead of people to learning. I hope you enjoy your day. Thank you.